149 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're coming to you sort of live from our respective homes in quarantine on lockdown, as everybody is, as every podcast across America is. And you can see that my co-host Adam is here. Of course, as always. And you can see our guest for this week is Dennis from First at Brewbox, if you couldn't read his giant background. That is true. I try to give you guys as many clues as I can. <laughs> I mean, we're we're audio and video now, so yeah, we have both. And if you're watching the video on YouTube, you can see Dennis's giant branding. <laughs> we don't play around here. We don't got much, but what we do have works. <laughs> right on. Well, welcome to the show. This is what we do now. Good to be here. Yeah. yeah. This is the new well, normal. <laughs> it's kind of weird not being right next to you guys right now and just hearing all the jabs and the banter back and forth. This is definitely a different experience. This is <laughs> still better than the first week where we had the quarantine where I did one portion myself and Steve did his own portion himself and there was no banter back and forth whatsoever. Oh man. It was that had brutal. to have been painful. It was. It yeah. was not enjoyable. Was not well, good. I'm sure uh, with everything going on, there's a lot of firsts for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start making pies. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Why not? What else am I going to do? Uh, everybody else seems I'm... to be on the sourdough bread train, but no, you no. Know, you're going to get in the pies. <laughs> Don't pie I'm not against, not against you making pies. Hell I no. mean, can you leave, leave one on your porch? I, yeah. I respect social distancing, <laughs> but I respect pie more. <laughs> Are you just going to be like a cartoon villain and steal it off of my windowsill? If you're silly enough to leave your window open, absolutely. <laughs> I would definitely snag some. What kind of pies are you thinking? I got to go with a classic, first of all. I got to start with an apple. Good then, choice. I, eventually, I'd like to be able to get into a pumpkin, but I have a feeling it's a little more advanced. I, I think that's pie number three territory. That ain't second pie territory. No. You can't just No, you got to work your way up. Starting off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a cherry or a peach cobbler. Oh, peach cobbler. I'm I don't care if your window's closed. If you made You're just going to smash cobbler. your window. It's a smash and grab job. <laughs> I, I'm respectful. I'll knock. Push my way through. <laughs> hey, you making pie? Yeah. Good. Give it to me. <laughs> Thought so. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Man. Well, this is not Pie Nation USA, although it definitely could be. Spinoff. That's your European spinoff. <laughs> I guess we should talk about beers a little bit. Yeah, we totally can. Yeah. I'm down with that. That's the kind of thing we're what's, into these days. What's everybody drinking tonight? So I'll go first. I, uh, I'm i continuing my, my goal of emptying the beer fridge. Uh, I'm trying to get all the stock down to nothing. So this week I am trying something from Straw Brewery. The oh, uh, yeah. Peter Straub Tight Lines Kolsch. I don't know if you can see that or not. This is a, obviously it's a Kolsch. Uh, 2016 World Beer Cup Bronze Medal winner. Hmm. Uh, 5% ABV, 25 IBUs. And I've been sipping on a little bit while I've been trying to get everything set up. And uh, it's pretty good. I like it. It's good. Multi like a Kolsch. Steve, I don't know that this is a Kolsch that you would like. Is it, uh, I don't know. Compare it to the NX one. That's the only one I like. <laughs> uh, I think the NX one was a little bit better. Okay. <laughs> I, I I did like the uh, the North Country one we had not too too long ago too. Well, that then, one was that was kind of a different one, wasn't it? That wasn't just a straight up Kolsch, right? No, that I one was a straight. Had... No, that one was a straight up Kolsch. The one I that was a little bit had adjuncts in it or something. <laughs> that was actually the name, no. straight up Kolsch. <laughs> No, no, I think the other one you're thinking of it might be the Crane Room one that was the bourbon barrel. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was also a, another good one. Yeah, that was a good one, but it tasted nothing like a Kolsch. It tasted well, like <laughs> caramel whiskey. Details, details. Yeah. I'm not against caramel whiskey. Wait, so apparently... Dennis, you were there. 
Yeah, no, you, we we you all know I have a problem. <laughs> I have a problem. You could have definitely had that. <laughs> Waiting for this head to settle down a little bit. I'm definitely uh, dipping into some Pineapple Express from Allegheny City Brewing. Oh, nice. It's, uh, so Sammy and I went there maybe three weeks ago to do a beer run, and they had just sold out of all these. And then they ended up doing another can run. We were right back days later when so we could actually get some. But it's one of their traditional uh, IPAs, 6.3%. Uh, notes of, obviously, pineapple. Um, so I'm definitely excited. Got a good good set of head on there. You mean bad pour. <laughs> uh, aggressive pours only, Steve. Aggressive pours only. <laughs> this is Rona time, baby. Oh, okay. Hey, you so, got the Ronies. Ronies means bad pours. <laughs> it means my hands get shaky. <laughs> so, Dennis, I've got, I've got a quick question for you. Yeah. And I assume you so, would have a better chance at answering this than I would. Uh, with Allegheny City, were they much into canning before this whole coronavirus thing? Yes. They okay. actually uh, installed a canning line into the basement of the brewery, which already down there, it was tight quarters. So now when you go down, they, they just it's just like, it's like, honey, I shrunk the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. Okay. It's just insane, but it works and they're hustling and they're pushing out a lot of good cans. So. Nice. Because I, I, I knew that there were a few breweries that... We're kind of scrambling to get into the canning game. And I wasn't sure right. if Allegheny City was or not. Because yeah. in the past, yeah. I haven't seen them be too prevalent on the can side. Right. And I wasn't they, sure if this was a just a very recent move or they just timed it really well. I want to say maybe six months prior. Oh, okay. Six months prior to shit going down. <laughs> <laughs> Since okay. craft beer Chernobyl, <laughs> CBC. <laughs> That's not what CBC is. We'll talk about that no. in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> so the other one's canceled. Aww. Well, online. I guess they just posted that they're going to be online now. For yeah, free what, for everyone. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll get in, into that in a bit because uh, I have that in our news setup. But first, Steve, what are you drinking? I am drinking this. Oh, old Milwaukee. Nice. No, <laughs> no, that's just a glass. No, I'm drinking uh, Oro de Tontos, which is a lager. This was another one of those what? beers that was going to be for our wrestling episode. Ah, okay. Because, again, if you're watching our video element, you can see that there is a man with a luchador mask. But this is Ooh. this is coming from the Greenbush Brewery. They're supposedly... Out of Chicago, Illinois, but they're also out of Wisconsin. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Wouldn't be the yeah, first time we've run into locations. something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says Chicago, Illinois on the can, but the uh, the original brewery is in Wisconsin. Hmm. Now, is it six zero six five two? The zip code. I don't know. You guys, you guys don't remember that the Scruff McGruff commercial? Oh my god! Chicago, Illinois. Six zero six five two. Yeah, I got a very weird mind. Wow. <laughs> that, <that's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have no response to that. <laughs> you win? God dang it. I pulled an atom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. I mean, I, I remember it now that you bring it up. But <laughs> boy. That's back. You know, jingles used to work. <laughs> Apparently they still work. <laughs> well, now we're just so overloaded with so much you know, advertisement and sensory just overload from all directions. Back then we had one TV and maybe the radio <laughs> if grown folks weren't listening to it. <laughs> grown folks? Grown folks, man. You better not change that station. You get beat. <laughs> but Okay then. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think maybe Adam and I should trade on this episode. I think you would like this. It's pretty plain. To, I, I don't know what that, that kind of statement is against me, but all right. Yeah, it's just you like loggers more than I do. It's ah. true. It's true. I do like loggers. Yeah. I, 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 I was very surprised that you picked up a logger until you explained where it came from. Now it completely <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> right. This was for something else. <laughs> this wasn't for me. It was for the show. <laughs> right. Right. So definitely not a fan, Steve? 
Uh, it's fine. Like honestly, it's it's better than a lot of other loggers we've had on the show. It's mm-hmm. just it's just very very plain because it's a, it's a four or five logger with sixteen IBUs. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not a Steve esque beer if no. I've ever seen it. <laughs> no. I mean, but it's fine. It, there's really nothing wrong with it, and I actually do enjoy it more than you know most loggers. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah, it's good. To know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mine's delicious. I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> no, I'm sure. It I don't is. think you have to apologize. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I I'm jealous of it. Uh, we'll we'll get into this at the uh, at the end of the episode. But we, you know, how we used to do the podium, right, Dennis? Oh yeah. Well, we don't do that anymore because it doesn't make sense. So the the end of that's the, true. <laughs> yeah, the end of the episode is we just we kind of say, would we rather trade with somebody else? Mm, so right yes. now, I I would rather trade with Adam and Dennis. <laughs> I see, I see okay. what you were laying the groundwork for. Yeah. yeah, I would rather trade with Adam and Dennis right now. It looks like they're drinking things I would rather have. <laughs> Oh, if only that worked in real life. <laughs> you right. just walk by. I'd rather have that car. <laughs> yeah, admittedly, Steve, you almost had a chance to drink this tight lines because I picked it up for the TV show and we ended up mm. not using it. Mm. So cool. it uh, yeah. it's it's been sticking around as part of the stockpile for a while. Now that I recall, you have a healthy stockpile of brews. Not anymore. Maybe not now. I didn't think so. <laughs> You've been putting in your work. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Happy hours have been uh, pushed to zero. And so I gotta, I gotta drink at home now. Yeah. Oh man, what a tough life you live. It man. is. I mean, it is. And they even make me grill outside when it's nice. Oh no. Bullshit. Awful. Absolute bullshit. <laughs> well, maybe now when we come over in the future, after Rona Gate 2020, uh, the brews that you do have won't have like a layer of dust on them because they're just there for the pretty looks. <laughs> Just so you know, I dusted off this uh, this straw before we started the show. I knew it. I knew it. It does sound like a good beer, though. It is good. I mean, it's an award winner. How could it not be? It's true. Oh, wow. Yeah, the other nice thing you know about Adam's stock is that it's not going to be full of a bunch of IPAs that no. are that are that gone skunky or they're you no good anymore. You don't have to worry about anymore. freshness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything he has is meant to just be aged. Right. She's <laughs> so many stouts. <laughs> I think I've got a pumpkin from 2015 later oh. on. Yeah. So, yeah. Adam has Adam has a good fridge for that. Yes. There's a bunch of there's everybody who's a hazy boy. Their their cellars are going bad and their fridges. Are, are going oh, yeah. Bad. Yeah. They're they on a 72 hour clock. <laughs> yeah. So. Or they're going to be drinking some mellow. If they have some West Coast IPAs, they're going to be very mellow. Yeah. <laughs> this is the roughest on them. Nobody's thinking about <laughs> them. This is. <laughs> Brewers are all going to get their fresh. their you know their opportunity, their wish. They're going to be loggers and coaches coming out of this. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. <laughs> time to make our own styles, baby. <laughs> they got all the time in the world to you know ferment. So. They do. There's no rush. Oh, talking to some uh, brewery owners, they're like they're they're selling out. Like cans are just flying off the shelves, mm-hmm. which is good. I'm definitely happy. I don't know if we're gonna get into that part in the episode, but uh, yeah, I figured. I, like I figured state of breweries and all that stuff. Yeah, I figured we get into it a bit. We might get into that into the next segment when just catching up with you because I know you've okay. been you've been out and about, and I know you're in a lot of contact with breweries. Uh, what I wanted to talk about first, though, is IPA related, because uh, the I don't know if either of you've seen it. I'm sure you have, but the uh, the new altogether beer coming out. Yes, it's similar to the resilience that came out previously, right? Like right. It's one of those recipes that everyone does for a cause. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's. It was put together by Other Half Brewing out of, uh, they're, I believe they're out of Brooklyn, New York. Mm. But the uh, the beer is, you know, just one of those type of beers, like you were saying, like the Resilience IPA that was for the campfire, or they did another one for the Australian fires. Mm-hmm. This one is to benefit hospitality workers. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. That's huge. So, so what kind of what kind of details are there on on the altogether? 
Uh, I, I know it's an IPA, but it, have you guys had a chance to take a look at the recipe itself? I haven't. I did. And what kind of hops are in there? Well, Come on, Simcoe. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Citra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, look, I was looking at the recipe, and it is pretty much everything is in there. Uh, they they have a free recipe for both breweries and home brewers. Oh, okay. So And that's also where I got all the artwork from. I got it out of their Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> that um, sounds delicious. Yeah, but it, it's a, they they have it set up so it can either be a New England IPA or a West Coast. Hmm. Just so just two very just one variation that would well probably what different yeast too or uh yeah so the differences are in yeast and in the uh, bittering hops so flaked oats uh the grain bill is the same the grain bill is just two row flaked oats and some carapils okay. But uh, the the uh, the yeast is different, and then the bittering hops is different. So, like in mm. the New England version, you're supposed to use Columbus and shoot for like a ten IBU, uh, kind of ten IBUs on that. And then uh, the West Coast, you're supposed to shit shit shoot for fifty well, IBUs. I mean, <laughs> that's after you drink I it. Mean. <laughs> if you get some Chipotle to go, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, don't say that, because I really want to go get some Chipotle. Curbside, baby. It's been weeks. <laughs> You're close enough. You can get DoorDash. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they will definitely deliver to you. <laughs> I could, but that's like eight bucks on top of what the regular yeah. bowl is. Yeah. I think it's only like five bucks, five, six. Okay, maybe. Eight. Make it a big order and make it worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I want eight burritos, four bowls, yeah. and six buckets of guac. <laughs> not not gonna lie so we hit up a uh went down to 11th hour and they had one of our favorite fruit food trucks down there uh this past saturday sam and i did a little date night or date daytime extravaganza and we spent like 60 dollars at that food truck because we got meals for like the next three or four days <laughs> like kimchi bowls uh what is it cuban sandwiches we were just stacking up to go <laughs> absolutely nothing wrong with that no. So you can do it. I, I, I appreciate the confidence, Dennis. That, that <laughs> makes me feel good on the inside. You're welcome. <laughs> um, back to this beer. Uh, for Apparently there's 448 breweries that are participating. So far? So far. Yeah, as of recording right now. Uh, there's 40 states involved, 29 countries. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. They're... Uh, couple notable breweries trillium the veil omnipolo weldworks hoofarted and then there's a shitload of pa breweries that are actually involved so any in the, uh, the you, pittsburgh area so outside of the pittsburgh area is like imprint odd logic spring house um in the pittsburgh area grist house dancing gnome hitchhiker and voodoo depending on how you want to look at it we'll hmm. include them yeah, yeah. Voodoo we'll is both yeah. in and out. So <laughs> Schrodinger's Brewery. <laughs> I like that. So yeah, the, the, it's breweries across the nation, and again, they're all they're being encouraged to uh, either donate to like a hospitality fund, or in general, general, it seems like a lot of breweries are just donating the proceeds to their staff. Makes sense. Mm. You got to start at That's home. That's pretty legit. So. Yeah, you got to take care of your people or else you don't have a brewery anymore. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, it's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, I believe uh, Grist House is releasing their version this weekend. Mm. I don't know when Dancing Gnome, Hitchhiker, and Voodoo are putting theirs out, but, yeah, I know Grist House is putting theirs out this weekend. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just laughing because my immediate thought was because I, I it's just so ingrained in me is is it going to be a can release is it just going to be on draft only <laughs> and my idiot brain didn't catch up for a second that hey idiot there's no drafts at all <laughs> there's no drafts at all anymore well, you know it's not really your fault Adam I mean 
this has never been a thing before. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but so. just my my idiot brain just that's where it immediately went to. <laughs> you 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 get some leeway. Yeah. It's just it, your brain's just hungry. It just need, <laughs> needs a burrito. Needs that chipotle. Right? Oh, it does. <laughs> you're not yourself when you're hungry. <laughs> also, you got to re- you got to remember like the resilience IPA, I believe that was mostly draft only, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But yeah, no, they they uh they had the label art because the resilience IPA and things like that were um only you know, draft that means there wasn't a lot of label art but they they did create label art obviously mm. if you're watching video you can see it but they created label art for the can and it's supposed to be used you know across the country so everybody knows it's that beer that it's going to a right. charity it's got that common branding yeah and i went through like again i said i went through the dropbox files and <laughs> you, know, you can <laughs> you can download it <laughs> I feel like Steve's a hacker, but he's he like did everything legitly. Yeah, no, it's just up there. You you can just you can just get the Illustrator files. I can put a Hop Nation USA logo on it if I wanted to. But <laughs> so, are you guys gonna do a homebrewed version? Um, probably not. But we could. But probably not. Right. I mean, we could we could do that after we're able to you know be within six feet of each other. Yeah. Yeah. In like July. Yeah, but I just oh, don't. Shit. I I have like a bunch of other recipes I want to do. I'm not gonna do right. <laughs> now nah, I hear you. Yeah, you left just enough hope in your voice. Eh, probably not. <laughs> but let, we could. Let, <laughs> let me put it this way: the the recipe is easy enough that we could do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but won't. Which, well, if you were to do it, would you go New England style or West Coast? I would probably go the West Coast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Adam. Yeah, I, I I'd have to agree with Steve on that one. Go West yeah. Coast. So you would take more IBUs? I didn't say I was gonna drink it. Oh shit! I, I'd, I'd help him brew it. I have yeah. zero problem with that. <laughs> yeah, it's a homebrew. <laughs> yeah, got it. He's he's taking them with him. Don't leave any in my house. I don't think you have to twist Steve's arm. No, <laughs> with that no, one. I doubt it. Oh well, someplace we could take it would be ah, to the North Hills asshole. Homebrew Festival. Ah, you stole my bridge. <laughs> Oh, the segues. You guys are men among men. Uh, yeah, so originally we were scheduled to go to the North Hills Homebrew Festival right. for their fourth yeah. annual. And we were going to do a podcast there. And that was going to happen in May, but obviously canceled. Yeah. Pushed it back to when? October? No, May. no. No, no. Uh, it is pushed back to August 29th. August. August. Yeah. So you can still uh, wear shorts. So close. Yeah, you can still wear shorts. You can still go outside drinking and have a good time. Um, f- interesting fact, Brian the Wellen pointed this out to me, that uh, it's now on basically around the same weekend that that uh, Brewers Fest at Cooper's Lake was. Ah, okay. Oh. So Yeah, because even with all the, um, not necessarily petitions, but uh, everyone saying we need to keep this going, and they stopped it, so there might be a lot of overflow mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. North Hills Brewfest. That's cool. I like it. So, yeah. yeah I, uh, we'll be there. We're still on the docket. We're still on the website <laughs> as advertised <laughs> as being there. <laughs> and, Dennis, I know you'll be there in some capacity. Absolutely. We'll definitely be there. Maybe jumping on the podcast. Who knows? Might just sneak by. Sure. Uh, We'll I mean, we can just let you, we up. can let you run the podcast and we'll go drinking instead. Uh, I'm not good with that kind of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> just don't break anything. We'll be fine. Not, no, I, I don't trust myself to sit there by myself the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally get up and see you two, and you guys are like, "Who's running the podcast?" I'm like, "You're not." <laughs> it's just empty. It's going to take a lot of editing. <laughs> Just 30 minutes of just chairs. <laughs> chairs it is dead. It's like, oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. <laughs> this is good, too. We have been together long enough. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably not that hard at editing. It's just like find the point where Dennis leaves and then find the point where Dennis comes back and then just delete the rest. <laughs> that's true. Now that I think about it, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> Uh, wasn't there one other thing we were going to talk about? Yeah, the, the last thing 
Dennis already brought it up, but the uh, the CBC, which is not craft mm. beer Chernobyl, yet <laughs> the Craft Brewers Conference. Mm, so close. Yeah, so close. that is it. Uh, has been well. It, the physical event was canceled, but it's been rescheduled as a five week online seminar that's free for everybody. Right. That uh, that starts up April thirteenth, and it runs to May. 15th so is it set up so it's kind of an open source where you can kind of check it out at your on your schedule or are they set seminar dates like live events right right uh so it's kind of both actually they do have set live seminars and i believe it's like five uh like 500 people per uh per seminar that can kind of join in so, like, if you go on the website now, craftbrewersconference.com, mm-hmm. you can sign up for seminars that you want to be a part of. Gotcha. And then you can participate live. But if you don't get that chance, all of the seminars are going to be available to watch until May 31st. That's okay. pretty legit. So you don't necessarily have the opportunity to interact live during the seminar, but you can still go back and review it at your pace. Right. right. Oh, all right. That's good. I like yeah. that. And it's free for everyone. And like, I mean, personally, there's not much for us. I don't think. Like, there's a there's a couple sales uh, seminars that might be good for you, Dennis. Um, the something that we can all look into is there's a seminar that's uh, thirty ways to engage your local home brewer community. Hmm. Ah, so okay. that's something. That's pretty legit. You know, that's yeah, something all of us could get one. in. Uh, there's also just like a lot of you know, like brewer safety stuff, and that's that's not for us because we don't work on that scale. We homebrew on a right. turkey fryer. <laughs> there's no turkey fryer tips. <laughs> right. If all if it all goes to hell, just just turn it off. Just It'll turn keep the knob. It's warm in winter time. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, this shit was cold the one year we were. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> No, that's awesome. I'm definitely excited to jump on there, check out some of that stuff. 500 people live, though, doesn't sound like a lot when there was thousands of people going to the uh, the conference. Yeah. But I get it. They're still going to be available, you know, to check out at your leisure. So that's pretty legit. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it might even be a thousand. I'm not totally mm-hmm. sure. It's just like when I went on the website and was looking at some of the seminars there was like 450 spaces left and things like that oh shit so i know yeah. like zoom has like top out levels of like 500 and a thousand right so i'm not sure which i don't even think i know 500 people to get in on a single zoom session right <laughs> so yes i understand that's for the business level but just well trying to figure you know, you know somebody just an individual trying to get 500 people together no thank you it all depends on what you're showing on that Zoom session, baby. The shirt will stay firmly on. Thank you very much. All right. Ten people will show up. <laughs> but, yeah, I, th- I think it'll be a cool thing to check out. Um, Especially if we're also on lockdown. Like, there's no reason to not go in and, like, better yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're just at home or yeah. wherever you are. <laughs> Yeah, that way, uh, that way you can extend out some of the other TV shows you're watching and fill up your day with seminars. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. Netflix, it shouldn't even say, I th- I saw this on a meme, it shouldn't even ask you if you're still there anymore. Yeah, we're here. It should ask, <laughs> just get up, go take a shower and come back. Just <laughs> like, <laughs> true. It, so it, I would, I would it should I ask a, if you're... Go ahead, Steve. No, I was just going to say, it should ask, like, do you got a poop? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it did randomly ask that, I'd be like, thank you, Netflix, for yeah. looking out. It's like, hey, you got a poop right now? Yeah, thanks, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Instead of, friend, are you still Netflix. there, making us feel guilty? Yeah, Netflix, I plan on finishing this whole season tonight. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say, Adam? I was going to say, I, I fell into the trap for the first time for, of working from home, I've been trying to keep a, a steady schedule of, you know, waking up at the same time, you know, taking a shower, doing all the morning prep and everything like that, and walking over to my computer, and, you know, trying to keep a, a set schedule. 
Well, unfortunately, this morning I fell into the trap where last night I changed my alarm to try to get a little bit more sleep. <laughs> Completely screwed it up. Slippery slope, my friend. I, uh, Slippery slope. I, I woke up with three minutes to spare before my normal wake up or before my normal, you know, work start time. And I still made it to work on time. So the you didn't uh, even have to wear pants. The, the morning session was definitely in sweatpants and a wrinkled T-shirt. I was just glad I didn't have any video calls this morning. Oh, God. Because <laughs> the hair was a mess. An old, like, 15-year-old T-shirt that nobody should be seeing. But those are the best ones. They have built-in ventilation, like all the moth holes <laughs> that are in them. <laughs> it's an artisan T-shirt. It's one of it ones. <laughs> that is a shirt I'm wearing right now. <laughs> I love it. I've got a Leonard Skinner shirt that's got a shitload of holes in it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Can't beat that. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we've got pretty caught up on the news. There are news. some, after a couple of weeks of like really depressing news, the, uh, you know, we have some good things going on with the All Together Beer and the Craft Brewers mm-hmm. Conference online. People are learning to adapt. They're, they're, there's adjustments being made. That's it. Gotta be creative. That's why we're here doing this the way we are right now. Right. This is so weird. It is. <laughs> I cannot wait to get everybody back around the table. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah, it really is. But uh, For sure. Yeah, so we're going to take a little short break. Uh, I'm going to save everything that I've been recording, and then we'll jump back on to segment two, and we'll catch up with Dennis and everything going on in his world in the first at Brewbox world. Yes. So... Oh, yeah. So we'll be back. Uh, We'll give you your Netflix poop check. And we'll be right back. All right. Poop check. Poop check. (laughs) First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including T-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Welcome back to episode 149 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're here with our guest, Dennis, from First Sip Brewbox. What up, guys? He just cracked a new beer. Drinking the same thing from Allegheny City, though, right? Nope. We rolled into some 11th hour, some of their makeshift dynamite. There's a New England-style IPA coming in at 8%. Uh, let's read some of the hops. You got, oh, what is that? Barbie Rogue and Mosaic. Some real good tasty stuff. Ah, Love me some Mosaic. Focus, focus, focus. Nah, it's not going to focus. You can look it up. 11th hour, <laughs> Pittsburgh. Good people, good beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's juicy. Not so much on the poor, though. <laughs> he's, got the, he's got the Ronies. And the Roni, and one of the symptoms of the Ronies is bad pores. Hey, <laughs> Shaky what? hands and bad pores. That is a clean glass. <laughs> you don't have to put more branding into the camera. It's already there. <laughs> Fine. This side's clean, too. <laughs> Steve, did you crack a new beer for this segment as well? Uh, I am just drinking the morning feels again from last week. Oh, okay. up the rest of my batch on that. Right on. So nothing new there, but yeah, again, coffee and tea beer from Grist House. It's really good, mm. really smooth. Oh, right I on. love coffee beers. This is an excellent one, and in, like because it's a, it's different because it's a paler beer, mm. like not quite as pale as you know the uh, the Cold Drip City from Spoonwood, but mm. you know, still it's not a stout, so that makes right. it different. Adam, are you on to something new? I am. Well, new for the show. I, uh, I've had a few of these before, but this is the, uh, the North Country Ugg Life. Mm. Oh. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a pumpkin spice beer. Let me, let me give you the description. 
An extra basic pumpkin spice latte stout. <laughs> a sweet stout brewed with lactose and pumpkin spices, then aged on coffee. That is perfect for you, by the way. That is it's, awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. This is this is indicative of two things for sure. One, definitely cleaning out the fridge. Mm-hmm. And two, we're definitely in the land of no rules because you're drinking <laughs> pumpkin beers in April. Yeah. <laughs> it's anarchy. It's yeah. anarchy. <laughs> People so are rioting in the streets as we speak. <laughs> I'm discovering shelves that I haven't seen in months. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's awesome. Because that's that's what happens whenever I go, you know, go beer shopping. Is my my eyes are bigger than my stomach. So, oh, I'll grab one of those. Oh, and you never one drink one of those. on your own at the house, really. Traditionally, uh, well, you you never do. Right, because traditionally, I I'll do a happy hour or go out for drinks after work right. or something like that. Now I can't do that. Or Steve and I come over. <laughs> or you, or you and Steve come over. Yeah. But now nobody's allowed in the house. It's just me and the dust bunnies. So oh, drinking, that's cute. I'm drinking the stash. Like a nineteen seventy three porn film, drinking the stash. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that's, you can you can like, cut it if you want. Darren's my uh, not, spirit yeah. animal. I'm not cutting that. I know <laughs> I, I know what that is. I know the that's definitely you missing Darren in your bingo nights down at Couch. It's funny. I just spoke to him before I called Adam. I was talking with Darren, see how he was doing since he got back from Egypt and everything down at Couch. <laughs> so how, are, how are the folks at, uh, yeah, at Couch? How's everybody doing down there? They're doing good. They're trying to you know plan uh, some releases so they don't end up in worse beer blog like some unnamed breweries. Um, so they're... Oops. <laughs> no, I didn't say. But uh, we they're, said it last week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks for listening. It's, it's a well. Come on, man. <laughs> it's in the archives. <laughs> but they're doing good. Uh, the team's doing well. Checked in on uh, some of their people that they have down there. They're still brewing. Um, I think a lot of the smaller breweries are going to weather this storm. So they're doing good. I hope so. I hope so. I think like one of the last things I saw from them before like this all came down, they were releasing seltzers. Yes. Is that is that something on their menu that they're looking to push out? Just because I mean it's an easy sell. Right. That's a good question. I don't. I I'll have to follow up with Darren. I I know they came out with another. They came out with quite a few different uh, seltzers. I think between six and eight different seltzers. Mm. Um. And you know how my memory is. It could be two to four. Uh, but less than 10 different seltzers. And they were really digging it. And some of the last batches I had were absolutely phenomenal. So I don't see them stopping that. I don't know if they're, like, you know, scaling back uh, what all they're brewing. You know, so hmm. we'll see. I'll try to find out for you guys and shoot it out. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm sure we'll have you back. We're oh, yeah. the, our, our, the number of guest hosts that we can have is very limited at the moment because you know I need people who can record their audio and <laughs> things of that <laughs> nature. So it's like you and Jason, and uh, I think we'll have Ryan from Fueled by Hops coming yeah. up shortly. So yeah, but, wow, uh, already equipped. Yeah, <laughs> the old three. <laughs> yeah, people who are equipped to podcast can yes. you know easily jump in on this. So who could uh, who could record during quarantine? Quarantine. Right. Quarantine. <laughs> quarantine. Quarantine. <laughs> this is what the show has devolved into. <laughs> hey, it's, I love it. Even at this level, it's still better than a shitload of podcasts. So. It is. <laughs> that is incredibly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you're talking about uh, a little bit how it's impacting uh, Couch, but I mean, how's it impacting First Sip? Because I, I know you guys are rolling into your fifth year of business, and I don't right. think you expected this. No, <laughs> we did not. <laughs> but one thing that I always preach to a lot of small businesses out there that we work with and that we mentor is diversifying your channels of revenue so you don't so for example, one of the businesses that I was talking to over and over again, they relied heavily on events, um, foot traffic, that kind of stuff. I've been preaching to them, you need to build up an online infrastructure. 
Because if you don't, whether it's government regulation, deregulation, like there's always that X factor out there. And in this case, a global pandemic that no one saw coming. Uh, and all events are canceled and there's no foot traffic. So now they're really, you know, struggling, trying to figure out what to do. We were lucky enough to already have uh, the moves in place where we actually moved away from doing in-person events unless there were really exclusive collaborative events like different beer fests, re releases, things like that. Uh, so we feel very happy that we had the infrastructure built in. Um, so initially when all this hit, online orders like stopped. <laughs> they didn't happen. <laughs> so we had to get really creative. Like we need to stay operational. We need to weather the storm. And, but we also like this is heavily impacting our brewing family. So we want to be able to do something that helps us keep going and to where we can give back. So what we did, we launched our Stand Strong campaign. You guys have seen like the different shirt designs and everything we've done that, you know, was phase one uh, that we put out there to build awareness because a lot of people know, you know, uh, restaurant workers, you know, people in the medical industry need masks and, and they're out there on the front lines. I felt like the craft beer industry was kind of getting overlooked. So phase one was building awareness that, you know, there's tons of people being laid off furloughed like it's hitting this industry hard if people can't come into the tap rooms um and they're small businesses small mom and pop shops so phase one was to build awareness around this and thanks steve for popping that up there that's that's a logo that we uh sammy actually drew my wife drew uh designed it um and we got it put on some shirts everyone involved in that project's all local we use a local printer we got stickers made from a local uh printer like sticker shop and everything um but it actually helping us not only keep going we're actually growing our business which is no kidding thought you know a, during a time like this um so it actually got us back into looking to bring on some more folks we just got approved by the university of pittsburgh to not bring on one more intern but two more interns so now we have three interns so we actually have like a small little staff which is insane to think and they're all under unique scholarships that are keeping uh, them paid so they have mm. income and everything going on right now too so for us we're happy to say that we're weathering this storm and it was humbling to see a lot of folks you know past subscribers current subscribers industry friends reach out to us and say hey guys how can we like support first like we want to you know should, should we get a shirt should we get a box and that was so humbling to see that. And you don't think of that in your day-to-day -day life. How many people, because we started this business, like we wouldn't know you guys, you know, That's if we very didn't true. start this. Yeah. Start, well, I probably would just have been a fanboy at that point. I <laughs> uh, found out about the podcast and just listened. Uh, but it's just so humbling to see the people that you run into over the years. And like you said, Steve, we're going into our fifth year of business or working towards our fifth year of business. And just the people that we've interacted with that have grown more than acquaintances, more than friends. We look at them as family and part, you know, 10% of all proceeds that we make with this campaign, we've been reaching out to breweries and like, hey, how are your teams doing? Like, do they need household items? Do they need food? Do they need gas in their car? Like, let us know. We've been doing, you know, like trying to, you know, give gift cards uh, to get go or wherever they want to, you know, wherever they need help. And so that's kind of what this phase one's all about. Phase two is the rebuilding after all this happens. The Brewers Association's calling for, if this goes on for 60, 90 days, 46 to 50% of breweries will close. That's 4,000 breweries across yeah. the U.S., which is insane. So I've been pushing people to think about that next step, like rebuilding. So we've been reaching out to different grants, different uh, local and state um municipalities and everything to see like what funds are out there so we can help like once when this everything goes back to normal driving traffic back in the breweries and helping them get back to profitability there, there's a lot of like uh, small business loans that are available right now right. for like on all kinds of levels so i mean there's so much money out there i assume i assume breweries know about them but like if they don't like that that kind of awareness is very helpful to have I think it's the mentality too, right? Like a lot of people may be taking this as shit. I guess we got to close. Like this is because this is unprecedented, right? 
but people need to have the mentality like think about how hard it was to open your brewery or whatever business you have how difficult was that do not let this be the end of you there's mm -hmm. money out there don't let just the well-connected people with large teams of employees be the ones to get it small businesses small mom and pop shops are what keeps this comp this country running yeah absolutely although i will say whenever we are done with this shelter in place and everything we're able to get back to normal the breweries that are able to stay open and weather the storm and everything it's gonna be a mad rush back to those places it is gonna be insane they're already selling out of stuff like abjuration like mm. every time that they they're actually they had to set up their stuff for pre-orders only because <laughs> they were they were crushing it man like selling out of all kinds of stuff down there so props to uh tom dave all those guys my green mm. goblin buddy <laughs> yeah, that's good, that's good to know. hear that's good to hear i haven't been able to yeah. get back down there since before all this so yeah, yeah it's good to hear that they're doing well um uh, yeah again so like you guys are in a particular position that you didn't have a storefront Right. To, to worry about closing and you know because it's basically you and your wife doing it out of the home so that, that was i i guess that right. was an advantage for you guys that you could do everything by mail as you have been have you had any um issues with like suppliers because i know you get a lot of food stuffs yeah so what we've ran into steve was uh the biggest thing that affected our planning was breweries no longer no longer having the marketing capital because we had the next eight months planned out who we were featuring what we were doing and since their tap rooms are closed 70 percent of their income is gone like hey guys we can no longer afford to like get shirts and pint glasses and stuff actually made for you to feature mm. so like our next eight months went from feeling nice and comfy for 2020 everything finally planned out to back to the drawing board <laughs> so that's the biggest thing that hit us but just for example like launching this campaign um some of the stuff that we have planned in the future it, it's all about you know having that creative tenacity uh of being a small business owner you have to be able to pivot you never know what's going to come around that corner um so that i would say that's the biggest thing that hit us a lot of the uh food manufacturers and everything that we work with they're still going. I mean, they're hurting, you mm -hmm. know, just like everyone else because sales are down. Uh, but they're still open. They're still pushing out stuff. We're still getting products in. Right on. That's good. I mean, I kind of figured, like, you guys would still be getting your jellies and your jams. Yeah, obviously, if people can't afford to spend on T-shirts to send it to you. Right. But they can't. Yeah, the brewery-wise. Right. But mm. on the consumer side... People have money and they're bored at home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know I've never ordered so much stuff off of Amazon <laughs> in my life. Like, I just say same thing with Sammy. Like every day we just go on shit. Well, you know, let's, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods running a flash sale, like 70% off. I was like, all right, I can get a couple new t-shirts. <laughs> I'll put the holes in myself. <laughs> I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I bought grill parts this afternoon. You nice. know what's a hot commodity right now? <laughs> yeah. That's huge right now. So <laughs> I'm, su I'm surprised you haven't bought like a smoker yet. Day's not over yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one thing that's been really bothering me is I, I wish I was able to get a, a large project in the house that I could work on. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to get anything in the house before we went into shutdown city. Mm. So it's been that's been the kind of hard part for me is you got to work done with your hands. Work, right. Yeah. I, I can't go into the garage and and work on something like I wanted to this spring. That all kind of just got derailed. Yeah. So now just everything gets cleaned again. And Your again. house was already spotless. Yeah, well, I found more spots. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Did you know there's a there's a spot say, behind the bookcase? All your beer's gone. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's God, that's the house the bookcase. <laughs> He's lysoling his wood patio. <laughs> oh my goodness! He he, Adam's the type of guy that would lysol all of his mail that he gets. He sprays it all off. <laughs> What you don't you don't Lysol your Lysol bottle before you use it? 
You know, it's a good point. No, I don't. <laughs> because I'm sane. <laughs> that's why people are hoarding Lysol. They need to have Lysol to Lysol to Lysol. And that's, <laughs> Lysol believe it or not, that's never ending. <laughs> yeah. Just never stops. Just never stops, so they buy it all. <laughs> I was lucky. I got the last bottle of disinfectant when I was at Walmart a few days ago. There was one left that I, that you know that I use. One lonely bottle sitting on the shelf until I got there, and then of course there was some lady standing in front of it for about five minutes playing on her phone, oblivious to the world. Oh, and you had to respect social distancing, so you lady, get out of the way. You should have got the bottle of alcohol sprayed her. Should have hit her with my cart. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But don't do it. <laughs> no. Pe- no. People crazy. <laughs> I, uh, I I just went and got other stuff and came back. It was okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think at this point you can just say, excuse me, like from, like, can you move? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> I mean, to do that now. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know by now, that's your fault. People are people. That's all I'll say. That's a very good way of putting it. <laughs> so, Dennis, you mentioned yeah, uh, abjuration's doing pretty good. I know, like, you know, you live closer to the city and you spend a lot of time going to different breweries, you know, when there's not quarantine. Have right. you uh, have you visited anybody else, like, caught up with anybody else during this? Yes. Uh, so we... Hold on. Oh, sorry. My wife needs a thermometer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we visited. We did, like, a whole day where we went out and checked in with different breweries. We went out to Oryx. Uh, talked with Eric and Katie and checked in with those guys. They're also at the same point where they're constantly pushing out tons of cans, especially being the only gluten-free mm-hmm. option mm-hmm. Uh, around here. So, they're doing well. Then we went from there to Allegheny City. Allegheny City's doing well. Eleventh Hour, they Eleventh Hour had such a smooth setup. Like we showed up, we checked in literally on the email. There was a check-in button in front of the brewery. We hit check-in. Uh, they just showed up with beer to our car. I'm kind of hoping that some of this stuff doesn't stop. <laughs> like, once everything gets lifted, because it was so easy, it was wonderful. Um, we actually checked out a local distillery that's been on our list, 446 Distillery in Sharpsburg. Uh, hmm. We went in. I got a bottle of gin and a bottle of rum. Uh, since nice. all the state stores closed, we were like, let's finally go to this distillery we wanted to check out. Um, I want to say that's the majority of the folks. We also reached out to the staff at Allegheny City. They're doing good. I reached out to the staff at Hitchhiker to see how they were doing. Inner Groove's Groove's also doing very well. Um, It seems like everyone's doing good now, but the common theme with everyone seems to be we're doing fine for now, but if this goes on longer than 30 days, we're going to be hurt. Like another Mm. 30, 60 days, that's when they feel like shit's hitting the fan. I get you. Yeah. Well, hopefully my my stash here at home will be low in the next 30 days and I can restock <laughs> with everybody. Good. Good. And take did... photos. Take photos of, you know, outside the brewery checking in. Oh, definitely. Know you know, you're now big into that. You've been taking like a lot of photos, <laughs> I, but I, I've been trained. Show people Hot Nation USA stands beside you. <laughs> or at least, you know. We stand outside safe, you with a respectable distance. distance. A safe distance, yeah. We stand six feet away from you. <laughs> so someone asked me earlier today when I was speaking with them, because how else would they ask me, I guess? I don't know. I guess I didn't have to say that part. Uh, was which, like, what breweries do you think are going to be hit the hardest? My personal opinion is it's going to be more the aspiring regional breweries or regional breweries. For example, like the Weibachers out there, the Evil Geniuses. I think those guys are going to be, and gals are going to be hit the hardest um, because they have so much investment in the distribution. So many loans, investors they have to answer to. Uh, I think those breweries are going to be a little shaken. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas all the neighborhood breweries, they already were running lean, you know, it's mostly the owner, maybe two employees. 
Uh, so they're already running lean, and the solidarity of the support of their local community traditionally rallies behind those mm-hmm. breweries if that brewery supports the community. Right. It's a brewery that has a name and a face. Yes. So you're yes. absolutely going to support them before you go to, say, you know, like you said, a wire blocker. Not saying they make bad beers or anything They make like great that. beers. Sunday Mole Stout is one of my favorite stouts out there. Yes, um, but unfortunately, they don't have that name and that face. Right. There, you know, there's... for example... Like Lincoln Avenue Brewery, uh, Grant, I mean, he's down there every single day that, that they were open. And he literally, what I loved about there, like his wife is serving tables and he's going to every single table asking everyone, like, how's your experience? How's the beer? How's the food? Mm-hmm. All that stuff. People remember that and that, that leaves a lasting impact. Yeah. Also, specifically with like Lincoln Ave and Abjuration and, uh, I guess I would say like Petrucci brothers in new Brighton. Like those are all very specific neighborhood beers, breweries. So they, they serve, you know, those people in that area. That's the last watering hole for those people. That's their community identity. Mm -hmm. So they should, they should be fine. My concern would be with breweries that are both new and don't have any sort of canning or growler service at all. Um, Yes. I would think like Headley's that recently opened up. But they're, they're uh, also running super lean. It's just the yeah. two owners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. They I, might not have a ton of overhead, which will help in this time. Which does remind me I should go down there and get a growler fill. But yeah, if they're doing I should, it, I don't know if they're doing it. I got to go down and support them. Well, I got to go check, yeah. Media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure you could ask. They might sell you a sextal. <laughs> oh, jeez. You get some out. All right. <laughs> now we're having ourselves a Saturday. Just saying. <laughs> you can ask. It never hurts to ask. That's true. Well, Thanksgiving Day, Steve can finish a whole six six hole to himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like Acrospire, they just opened up not too long ago, and mm-hmm. they didn't have any sort of like distribution going. And right. like, I, I would be worried about like smaller ones like that that just have no way of getting their product out other than a possible growler fill, or if you call and like ask for a keg. Right. So. And I know some breweries were leaning on each other. Hey, can we mm-hmm. can this beer at your place? And then paying oh, them, you okay. know, forever materials. So I've seen some overlap like that, which is phenomenal with, you know, makes me feel we're in, we created a company in the right industry because there's mm-hmm. that unity between right. everyone. Mm-hmm. It's with right. us, not against us. That's it, baby. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, so I I don't know. I I think things are going as best they can. Everybody seems to be holding up well enough. And and adapting as best they can, too. Right. Pittsburgh. I can't speak for other cities because I'm not even allowed out of my house right now. But (laughs) I think Pittsburgh adapted really quickly as far as setting up like online, um, Mm -hmm. like online ordering delivery services, all that kind of stuff. Like people were just ready to do it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. I agree. And it, the, it, it seemed like a lot of breweries were thinking about doing that. Like they already had some of the pieces in place and then this hit, they're like, well, that made this decision a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's survival at this point. Yeah. And if that's a decision you have to make, so be it. That's what's putting food on the table. I mean, a lot of brewery owners still have their full-time jobs, as you guys know. But mm-hmm. now it's definitely put in place like, oh, okay, I feel better that I have this brewery as my backup plan. Because a lot of companies that you don't own, I mean, they can let you go at any time. Yep. Yep. You know, we've seen it time and time again. Mm-hmm. Well, on that fun note. <laughs> <laughs> Start your own business. <laughs> yeah, start yeah, your exactly. own business. Great. Yeah. I'm starving for clients right now. <laughs> it's always smart. <laughs> Good thing you have this podcast, Steve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's making me a lot of money, on. too. I have Six this, figures each, minimum. I have this podcast about an industry that's in the shitter right now. <laughs> 
shit. Well, good news is whenever your power went out, you saved a lot of electricity. Oh, that yeah. Time. That was awesome, too. <laughs> really reaching for that silver lining, Dennis. Hey, it's there. <laughs> Duquesne Light sends you some. Oh, I don't know if you have Duquesne Light out there in the woods. I'm yeah. not sure. Yes. <laughs> Just a so squirrel send- on a wheel. <laughs> Because they send me something every month. You use 9% less energy. <laughs> no, it, it, it was uh, not fun. Because usually I when know, my power know. goes out, I go to Dunkin' Donuts or a diner and hang out and charge my phone until that stuff comes back. But I can't do that. Yeah. That's what Sammy was saying earlier. Like For example, Darren, uh, his power has been out for the last four days. Like Since the storm hit... Terrible concept of time, two, three days, however long it's been. He actually had to go and buy a generator because his wife, you know, works from home and she needs internet and he didn't want to lose any food in the fridge. Yeah. You know, but that's crazy. That storm ripped through and it's like putting gasoline on a fire with everything else that's going on. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. like we talked about it before, like that that's light for us. But like you've had tornadoes in like Tennessee and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's uh, so. It's crazy. All right, Dennis, take us out on a on an uplifting note. What do you give us something good before we get into uh, the uh, the final bit here? Uh so by something good, like what? Where? Like just something positive? Yeah, something positive that's happening with First at Brewbox. Something yeah. people can look at, into. Absolutely. So uh, number one, we had our first interview ever with Bloomberg, which is the you know international media giant. What? Um, yeah, we just had an interview with them. So they're putting us out in one of their uh, top beer uh, subscription boxes, which is hopefully going to drive you know some more revenue our way, so we can. Now, since we're paying Duquesne Light, we can now pay AT&T to get them <laughs> off our backs, <laughs> which would be phenomenal. Um, just had an interview yesterday with Hot Culture, uh, so they're putting some stuff out. And on April 20th, we'll find out if we won a Crushy Award from the Craft Beer Marketing uh, big uh, award show that they're doing. Oh, it nice. was going to be done nice. live down at uh, CBC, the Craft Beer Conference. But since that's not a thing, they're going to be pushing a lot of stuff out on social media. Um, there's like 60 different judges for different categories. And it's crazy. I look through some of the folks, a lot of the folks on there actually we've worked with on a, one project or another in the past. And again, it's just one of those humbling experiences where those are the first ever in our industry, in the craft beer industry, they're being a craft beer marketing award right and then we look at all the judges and we worked with a lot of them one project or another like it's just crazy to think that with all the hustle that we've put into this like we'll we're right up there with the the greats of them you know and damn straight it's awesome it's a great feeling so we'll find out april 20th if we're getting a crushy award which they're actually having the awards designed by the same people that make the emmys so that is huge we're super pumped about that uh, that's a lot of the great stuff that we have going on in our neck of the woods. Back to you, Adam, with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks out. I don't want to talk about the weather. Weather's it's awesome. Rain. It's awesome. <laughs> Weather's awesome. It's snowing in April. I love it. Yeah, weird. I drove through rain, snow, and then two more things of rain just today alone. <laughs> and I had blue sky. We had everything. Oh, well. <laughs> welcome to April. And welcome to Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So just to wrap it up, is there any beer that anybody would want to trade with? I will go first. I would want to trade Dennis for his Pineapple Express from ACB. Ooh. That looked really good. It was delicious. It was very good. I, uh, I'm keeping my coach. From Straub, and I'm keeping my ugly life. I'm keeping that North Country. I'm keeping it. Okay. <laughs> you can't have any unless you come over and ask nicely. Okay. <laughs> oh, I I love both of my beers, but I would like at least a thimble of that ugly life. <laughs> I just kind of, <laughs> I just kind of want to try it, man. Like I, I, I can some stuff. I've got one can left. I could kind of put that towards the back of the pack. <laughs> where if for some reason I'm able to maintain it 
until after, you know, as when long you can as come over to my place. For dire times, and then yeah. you have to rip into it. <laughs> I'll put it behind glass. Yeah. Well, I definitely enjoyed the makeshift dynamite from 11th Hour and the Pineapple Express from ACB. They were both really well done beers. Uh, the ACB was more of a traditional IPA, makeshift dynamite, juicy, a, a nice hot finish with a very fruity aroma. I mean, it was it was some good drinking tonight. Right on. Uh, Oro de Tontos by Greenbush. It was pretty standard, but I was okay with it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Dennis, why don't you give final plugs? Hopefully hair plugs soon. <laughs> I got to get everything <laughs> opened up. <laughs> uh, so first at brewbox.com for our website. Go on there, subscribe, cancel anytime, hit the shop, get any one-time purchases. Our uh, Stand Strong shirts are in there. Our Craft Beer Diversity shirts are still going strong on there. Uh, as far as social media, it's at First Hit Brew Box on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTubes, Pinterest, LinkedIn. Any platform you can think of, we're probably on there. Check us out, at First Hit Brew Box. Right on. And if you want to find us, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on your favorite Social media, as long as that social media is Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, that's all the places we're at. The good ones. Yeah, the good ones. If you want to listen to brand new episodes, though, search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of those. Doesn't matter if it's a good one or a bad one. We're on all of them. Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're all on all of them. And leave us a five-star review on any of those platforms because... We are a six-star show. But the governor mandates we only use five. Ah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're that's a bigger crime than us running out of time on this <laughs> <laughs> Zoom meeting. Uh, but stay tuned. Uh, watch us on YouTube as well, being that we're doing video now. And we're also going to be trying to do something a little new and special with uh, YouTube. We're going to try to put out some exclusive content. And so watch our YouTube channel for that. Uh, other than that, thanks, Dennis, for coming on. And we'll Absolutely. be back next week with episode 150, which will not be as special as we had hoped. <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave on that note. <laughs> no, no, I'm good with it. <laughs> no, no, we, I, do, I do have something planned for 150. We're going to start a new series, and I think next week we're going to start watching that Bruise Brothers show on netflix mm, okay so right, you, you'll, you'll get to hear a weekly review of an episode a week and we're going to start with episode one next week so yeah but until then stay inside don't cough on people and get your bandanas out and wash your damn hands wash your hands don't touch your face <laughs> that has been the hardest thing out of everything is not touching my face. <laughs> I was like, but my eyes are itchy. <laughs> they are. I got to pick my nose too. I'm not allowed to. That is actually true. It's allergy season. All right. Bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, see you next week. Bye.